Okay, so it's uh, Saturday the 4th of July, Independence Day for some. Uh, it's oh, of course, so it is. Hi there and happy Independence Day to our, our American friends. That's Kate Copstick. There appears to be a buffalo sound outside. No, that what you'll find, that is the plumbing. Ah. John's just gone for a prophylactic pee uh, before starting this, um, this podcast uh, here in the Mama Biashara Emporium, and that is the noise of a flushed toilet. But they probably can't hear it because Apple, Apple doesn't do flush toilets. Background noise as well. There's the kind of a noise in the background, which is the sound of a flush toilet in the Mama Biashara Emporium because he's just gone and uh, lost a cup of tea. Anyway, this is the Grouchy Club podcast. Weekly it is, uh, although you're actually going to uh, Kenya tomorrow morning at four o'clock in the morning or something. So, I know. Uh, you Horrific. Might... And I've got two changes. Normally I go, well, I used to go with Virgin. It's so wonderful. Uh, and they were lovely and not expensive and direct. And then they weren't making enough money because they were so lovely. And really the only people that go directly are British Airways, who are not lovely at all in any way whatsoever, and are currently charging, uh, the last time I looked, £1,264 return to Nairobi from London, which I can't afford. So having rootled around online for a bit, I found Brussels Airlines. I change in Brussels, and I change in, oh gosh, Bejembura. Where's that? Burundi. I'm just hoping that they're not having some kind of civil war or something at the moment because I changed both of there and uh, I fly out at 6.50 which means I've got to be there at 4.50 Brussels Airlines website is experiencing something of a glitch and I was told to check in at the airport tomorrow morning just try and get there a little bit early earlier than (laughs) 4.50 I'm not happy you're never happy. This is this is your reputation. Well, I'm not well. Why are you not well? I've got lupus. You said it's you not can, nice. It's all you, flaring up. Said, That's why I've got to wear sun hats because I can't go out in the sun now, or my face explodes. There is this rumour though, this to do with your vampiric tendencies. Well, and that, um, yes, but it's all going a bit horribly wrong on the lupus front. But thanks to uh, the marvellous Mel Moon, uh, I am all painkillered up for my trip to uh, to Kenya. I'm saying no more than that. Actually, given that you, you are, how are you going for, what, two weeks? No, I'm going for, going out tomorrow, which is Sunday. Well, today, <coughs> we're recording on Saturday, so Sunday the 5th till uh, Wednesday the 15th, 10 days. But that's an awful lot of tablets to have to take with your conditions, plural. Correct. Oh, I, I've got a separate bag for all my whatnots in medication, because I'm on, uh, I take six different tablets in the morning and six at night and then painkillers in between if it all goes horribly wrong. So that's 12 different tablets daily? Yeah, well, six um, different six, ones, two of each. Six twice Pay day. attention, John. Uh, and then painkillers uh, if it all goes wrong in between. And what happens if you go out in the sudden light? Oh, well, as of last week, it just happened last week, it's like the, the lupus has kicked itself up a notch. So I go out in... I mean, and it's, it's, not unu- it's not unusual, as Tom used to say. Um, I get this horrific rash. Uh, it's called a butterfly rash, but it looks nothing like a butterfly. Um, and in my, in my face just kind of explodes and puffs right up and I can't see. Uh, yes, it's all a bit hideous. But, I mean, it's quite common. I'm not common, I'm quite posh. No, it's quite common for lupus people, I just haven't had it up till now, 
but now I've got it. So Kenya is not the ideal place. I may have to start restart my charity in Antarctica or something. So, like I said, welcome to the Grouchy Club Comedy Podcast. We go there weekly. Uh, so, but comedy. Tell me about comedy. Well, uh, can I just make a little no. request? No. Oh, go on. I just want to make a request. I'm not going to just... Um, couldn't help but notice on Facebook there's been a bit more... You know, my face has been popping up and not in a, and not in a friendly way. Uh, so I, am, I just would like to say, because uh, you seem to get marvellous response with your blogs and the podcast, um, there's, there's a lot of talk of people who don't want me to come and review their shows in Edinburgh and promoters who don't want me to come and see their shows. So if that is you and you're listening and anything like that, just uh, PM me on Facebook or email me on copstick at bobbiesgirl.co.uk and let me know if you don't want me to come and review your show. And that would be fine. I'll respect that. Sounds like fear to me. What? No, no, no. I'm sure it's not fear. No, it's, it's that they don't like me. So that's fine. I don't want to go... I mean, there's how many... How many comedy shows are there, John? This is Goodness, information it? you should have at your fingertips. 3,000 or something, I don't know. It must be something like that. Yeah, so there's, yeah. it's not that there's not a lot for me to see. But just in case I go galloping in of a sweat-drenched evening at 10 o'clock with my um, bic and uh, pad in hand where I'm not wanted, then fine, just let me know and I won't come. It's not like product placement, that bic. Can you put a more expensive product in there? No. Anyway, uh, so Edinburgh Fringe is coming up soon. It's, uh, God, God knows, April, uh, not even April. It's no, it's August the 6th or, or something. something. The, 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 as far as I know, from people who, who have been asking me to come and see their shows, <laughs> uh, the first shows are on the 5th, which is the Wednesday. Wednesday. I really like that first week. I think it's fantastic. And I, I, I think because uh, everybody's fresh, you know, there's no... It, it's not all gone horribly wrong for anybody. Everybody's fresh. Everybody's hopeful. Everybody is still has their liver in full working order. Um, no one has, has got that kind of jet lag thing of having been up all night for the past three weeks. And, it's, and everybody's still enthusiastic, like, me, <laughs> like reviewers, for example. And it, it irritates me. Um, it annoys me sometimes. But it also... Uh, it kind of interests me that more PRs and people don't understand the worth of saying, yep, come on the 5th, come on the 6th. Because immediately you go, oh, that's good, that's great, this act has confidence. This person obviously has worked enough on their... Who was it? I know. Um, there was a lovely guy here the other night. His, his name's Omar Hamdi. And uh, absolutely charming boy, although in the grip of the most appalling dose of acne... I've ever seen on a 20-something. He came in to do a show here at Mama B's, but nobody turned up. So we had plenty of time to chat. But when he came in, he was munching on some kind of a snack bar. And uh, our uh, volunteer, Suad, who is not enjoying life at the moment because she can't have coffee or anything during the day because she's fasting, it's Ramadan. She immediately went, you're not fasting. And Omar said, to, yeah, well, I'm ill. I was like, yeah, right, you're ill. And what? And he went, I've got acne. And then you look a bit closer. It's because he hasn't been able to shave, so it's quite. But there's pustules, there's big lumps. He's on antibiotics and, and bristles, and bristles, but mainly pus and pustules and lumps. Anyway, he's on the antibiotics. That's not the important thing. The important thing is he he said that he was kind of expecting 
small or no audience, because that's what's happening nowadays. Uh, and he has actually booked 19 previews between now and Edinburgh, knowing that more than half of them will just not happen. Uh, but he said he's doing that, he'll be ready to go, so please will I come and see him on the 5th? Uh, so I'm going to. And I, I think I, that's terrific. And I, I, don't, I, see, I don't understand why people don't understand the worth of getting reviews and reviewers in early. You're ahead of the pack. Uh, and unless you think, well, I'm a bit shit and my show isn't ready, in which case, fuck you, um, get people in while they're still excited about seeing comedy. Um, and not at the end of the second week when it's like, oh, my God. And I would see him because of his acne now. I'll just go and see his face. I'd tell with what he says. Yeah. Well, hopefully by Edinburgh... I mean, the antibiotics are already kicking in. Mm. So hopefully he'll be fine. The pus will have cleared up and he'll have had a shave. He'd build it up, couldn't he? The sort of acne, mm. acne empire. I mean, he's, it's getting, he said it's getting to the stage where he's having to do a bit about it in the act. Because presumably, <laughs> because the pus is... How old is he? He's 20-something, mid-20s, mid to late 20s. Why's he got acne? I don't know. He says top, he top doesn't understand uh, because obviously... He, I don't think he had it when he was a... Teenager, but he's, yeah. he's got it now. But, you know, there's some wonderful... I used to love... I, I used to dream about having acne. <laughs> I never, ever had spots. So you went out with boys who did have acne? So I went out with boys, one particular boy, who had amazing acne. And I used to um, exchange sexual favours if he would let me squeeze his spots. What did you do with the accumulated pus? No, nothing. You clean it up. It's that, it's that thing of... Like, it's no fun cleaning your face if there's kind of nothing... You know, OK, it's ugly, but there's nothing to clean off it. It's like cleaning a floor. It's much more satisfying to clean a floor if it's really dirty. You think, whoa, that's fantastic. So normal face that's just normal, there's no fun in cleaning it. Face covered in pustules, you squeeze them, the pus comes out, you clean it up, and look, there's a nice, clean, non-pussy face, where before, there was a pussy face. So let's say the sexually attracted boy has, say, 20 spots on his left cheek. Did, did you squeeze one and then clean off the pus, or did you wait till all no, 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 20 minutes? No, 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 were... no, because what, in an ideal world, yes. if you, because you, there's a time, did you not have spots, John? I did, but I didn't have a, a lady to, to squeeze my... So what did you do? I squeezed them myself. Yeah. A loom life. Yeah, so, yes. I can imagine that. And, uh, You'd be, talk us through it, talk us through it. You'd be looking in the mirror. I look in the mirror, I thought, that's, that's horrible. I wouldn't, uh -huh. I wouldn't have anything to do with that. And uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know if I did squeeze them. I don't know what I did with them. It's a long time ago, man. Cast your mind back, It was John. the mid-19th century, I can't remember at all. Uh, why did, why you, did, must have, you must have. You can't resist. Because it's, it's the catharsis. That's the word. It's a catharsis. Spot squeezing is a catharsis. I never have this urge to sort of pop the, the poppable things in, in packing. It's, it's not a thing that we Presbyterians do. Really? It's against God's nature. Is, you, the, every time we sit here and podcast, I find out more strange things about you. You don't like to squeeze spots. No. You don't pop bubble wrap. No. And I don't like cheese. What, and you don't like cheese. I know. What do you do kind of to... Relieve tension, please don't say wank. I've got nothing to say, really. Okay, fine. Back to squeezing spots. If you get the, the spot at the right point in its spotty little life, when you squeeze it, the pus is projectile. 
So do you think Oma should actually pursue this as a way of audience interaction? He could auction off his spots. Well, not his spots, his pus. Well, his pus, well, his pus, discreet. I mean, oh my God, can you imagine if Bob Slayer could develop a really good going dose of acne? What he could do, that the, the showbiz mileage Bob Slayer could get out a face full of acne. But Bob Slayer is a large man. There used to be a jockey, but he's a large man, especially for a jockey. Yeah, but... His, oh, I suppose his face is quite large. But anyway, back to Omar. He, he, yes, it could be end of the show, a couple of nice young ladies, one on either side, one on either side. They race. They race it's a game to show. squeeze the spots on each side. It's a TV game show. It's fantastic. It's Friday night, 7 o'clock. It's oh, Norwich. OK, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, but if, then he'd only be able to do it on the first night because I don't think the pus would reach... Well, he could do it once a week. I, I say, I've never had acne, but I'm assuming it kind of regenerates. I don't like to give away acts, but Jerry Sadwich, as part of his act, used to say that the uh, Jaffa cakes were the collected earwax of the uh, McVitie's family, didn't he? It's very similar to that. You're turning into Brian Logan. What's Brian Logan like? The reviewer of The Guardian. What's, what's Brian Logan like? Well, he, he, he knowingly quotes people's jokes all over the place, and the comics hate him. A- a- alle- allegedly. No, yeah. truly. <laughs> <laughs> I never met the poor man. I never met him. Poor no, man. neither have I. He's oh, not... I think I have. Yeah. Perfectly nice, but you don't quote people's jokes, John. Even not... although it's probably not a current joke. Well, oh, of course, it wasn't current. It was about jam. See, but I didn't think it's not about current. It's about... Sorry. Uh, right, so uh, welcome to the Gretchen Club comedy podcast. As somebody said online, uh, I am at best mediocre as a comic, at worst shite. But, but you haven't taken it to heart. You're not a comic, you're a wit. Thank you, John. Thank you. I can live with that. Do I mean wit or do I mean something? I mean, Twit. Yes. I, I couldn't think of anything, anything ruder. There must be something ruder. Yeah, I, I think you think mean of. cunt is what you mean. No, no, that's it's not, an easy mistake to make. That's not close enough. No, no. It's a term of affection in Glasgow as well. I know. Uh, I just yeah. what you keep saying. It, well, when was the last time you were in Glasgow? You're building up a lot of trouble for yourself the next time you go there. I, 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 I'm an Edinburgh person because I used to have relatives in Edinburgh uh, and, uh, and I never forgave Glasgow because when I was eight I always got run down on a zebra crossing never liked them after that oh, you should come to, you should come to um, Nairobi with me zebra crossing they do have zebra crossings on the road proper zebras well or as we call them in Glasgow zebra crossings uh, so, but they no, they call them killing zones in Glasgow. No, 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 no. But in in uh, Nairobi, they regard zebra crossings as kind of they're kind of like go faster stripes on the road. So as cars come up and they just accelerate. <laughs> uh, now, where were we? Was well, that in South London, really? Isn't it? Oh yes, we were, I we were about got, to start the podcast. Go I on. got the best offer from Janie Godley. Oh, what? Um, she has offered to feed me macaroni. For the whole of the Edinburgh Festival. Why? I requested it to have it in the form of macaroni pies, and Jenny has agreed. Why is she, why is she feeding you macaroni? Can't remember. I joined in some kind of thread on Facebook, but anyway, she's promised me for the full eight weeks of August. August has been extended to eight weeks because of the amount of comedy that there is to be performed. Are you sure she didn't say she was going to feed you to a pack of dogs no. or something? No. No. Yeah. no. Why, why macaroni? I have no idea. Ask Jenny. It's probably one of her speciality dishes. Yeah. Anyway, George Egg, who I, I met this afternoon. Excellent man. Uh, is, is doing Brilliant co- comic. He's doing a cookery programme for, for his Edinburgh show. Oh, I thought, I, I thought you said somebody, somebody had been clever enough to... 
crack an egg. No, 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 no. Uh, commission them for TV, but yes, can't wait to see that. No, 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 I'll be seeing it. So I think it's going to be brilliant. Terribly exciting, and uh, it's, it's his first ever Edinburgh. He said, he, as I said, oh, what? I know, he's been, he's been going 20 years, he's 42 years old, he started when he was 19, he's never played the Edinburgh Fringe, even as part of a double-hander or some other show. That, never, never been up. That is a great loss to the Edinburgh Fringe, but he's here now. <gasps> and, and, and he could I'm win. seeing Best Newcomer. Yeah, I, I'm seeing that perfectly. Yeah, best new come. It's a bit like uh, the the old comedian of the year being anything over 35, and and Josie, and yes. Josie Lawrence, Josie Josie winning the uh, best newcomer several years ago. Yeah, she's been on the circuit for a bit, but it's even better. Oh, that there's a lot because there's who else? There's someone else. I know, I know, I know. Stuart Francis. Has he never been done. A but show? he's never done an hour on oh. his own. He always came up as part of the Lumberjacks yeah, yeah. or. Uh, and there was somebody else that... Oh, no, oh. George Egg wins hands down. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. He's so part of a show. Uh, even, even Darren Walsh, the 2013 UK pun champion, he has never done a full hour. Oh, oh he reckons a full hour's too long, though, doesn't he? <coughs> well, he's doing think, it this year. Oh, is he? I think he's I, got I, some cold tea. Yeah, I think I've got, got sugar in it. Uh, I think I asked him about this, and he said he thought their puns for more than about 20 or 30 minutes was too much. Tell that to Tim Vine. Good point. And Milton John. And Milton John. And uh, to an extent, Jimmy Carr, yes. That's not puns. No. Uh, but, uh, no, so he... <coughs> he came here, along with the lovely Ali Bryce. Who did? Uh, Darren Walsh. Ah. He's unfeasibly tall. Mm. Quite unfeasibly tall. Anyway, absolutely lovely chaps. Arrived, both of them. Marvellous. This is for the Mamma Biashara previews. Yep, no audience. You're not doing well on the audience. No, here, we're not. You? We're doing terrible. But this it has to be said. We're doing terribly. But this is, has to be said because uh, you, you said very clearly you weren't going to publicise the shows, that they, the acts had to publicise their own shows. No, no, we're publicising. We're on Facebook. We've got. I've learned how to make an event. <coughs> Whoa. Well, I mean, on Facebook, obviously, I've failed miserably to learn how to make an event. Otherwise, I would have got audiences here. In fact, Doug Siegel, a uh, mind reader of this parish, was saying somewhere on Facebook, which I rarely read, but in this case I did do, something about uh, how uh, he. he treats being a comedian as a profession and most people don't so when he goes up to the Edinburgh Fringe he flies for five hours and he tries to get on every other show whereas most people yes that's true just, just don't do eight hours work well, a day it's what we were saying in in a previous podcast that a lot of comics and it is it's the stand-ups it's not this is going to I don't know how else to phrase this. It's not people with skills. <laughs> I mean, it's not uh, the special acts yes. or, other, you know, it's the stand-ups who seem to believe that, that they are owed, that the world owes them an audience and owes them at least a couple of critics and owes them a certain number of stars <coughs> and owes them, you know, no sound spill and a rollicking... It's, it's not like that. It really isn't any... Sp- Especially not now in Edinburgh. Yeah. It's it's difficult to get an audience, um, which is why it's a great thing to start early, hit the ground running, get in a few reviewers, don't get turned into a complete fucking pansy about, oh no, I don't think the show, it won't be run in until the 14th. Um, it, it's, you, you need to grab it grab Edinburgh by the bollocks as early as possible because very soon everybody's hands will be on Edinburgh's bollocks and you won't even have one pube down there to get hold of. I mean, not, not Did you like that metaphor? I, I, I'm a little bit sure, but lots of bollocks in there, I feel. Yeah. Uh, Can't I mean, have too many. No. Uh, well, I, I can. 
Uh, and uh, a lot of people, a lot of non-performers say that uh, stand-ups have it easy because they only go on do 20 minutes or a half an hour or whatever uh, in one day and they probably only work two days a week. And I always say, oh, no, 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 there's lots of work in there, lots, lots of writing, lots of experience, lots of Yeah, work. yeah, uh, maybe, and, if they're and, good. And I think, I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just lazy bastards. Uh, well, I think, you know, they do, oh, it's so hard. No, your show's 50 minutes, you're talking... If you're good, if you're good at all, you'll get applause and laughter and you get money, uh, which is on which you don't pay tax. Uh, now, Allegedly. when was the last time somebody applauded a nurse? Or, you know, somebody... Like, I mean, I, used to, oh, I was brought up um, working in my dad's greengrocer's shop. So even if you're the best shop assistant in the world and you're really helpful and you carry a woman's bags out to the car for it, you don't get applause. You don't get a tip. You don't get, you know, you don't get people coming up going, you're fantastic, that was really great. I must bring my granny to shop here. But, you know, comedians are constantly wanting patted on the back and and, and told that they're fabulous, at this point, especially the ones that aren't. At this point, a Lewis Schaefer joke comes uh, to mind. But, of course, I wouldn't tell other people's jokes, but it involves uh, Superman. Go anyway. on, tell it. No, it's no, only Lewis Schaefer. No, 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 I can't do it. No. He'll probably have made it up as he goes along and he'll never say it again. Well, I don't know if you ever say it now, was it? No, he goes, I, I obviously can't tell jokes, but he goes on about how, uh, thank you very much for the applause. Uh, it's the only job in the world where you get applauded just for walking across the stage. Uh, uh, Christopher Reeve only wanted that too. Something similar to that. Really? Yes. Lewis, not one of your better ones. No, it's the way I tell them. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Um, so, so, but so, no, I, I... Sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, I was, I was, uh, you're going to go home early tonight because you're feeling a bit off and you have to get up at some ludicrous hour in the morning to go to the airport. Uh, four uh, o'clock in I, the morning. And I, I was suggesting perhaps I should end, end the show. We're having an Italian show tonight. Yep. End the show by... Luca Copani and Romina. Boom. Boom. Uh, I was suggesting I could end the show by actually telling a joke and this would clear the room quite quickly. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. And John is available for hire if... Uh, any, like, you know, free fringe or, or any fringe promoters or indeed venue owners are worried uh, about not their acts not making the turnaround. If uh, an act in any venue looks like it's overrunning or their audience is refusing to leave, then they can uh, contact me. I will hire you John's services. We'll send him in with a couple of anecdotes about the old days and uh, a joke. Audience out. I thought you had been to North Korea. Really? I thought yeah, you'd been yes. twice. Yeah, I might twice, yes, yes. <laughs> I have some very interesting stories about that. And the good old days in the 1980s in their ITV. She's left now. She's, she's shitting in the corner. This is no good at all. That's how well it works. <laughs> That's how well it works. Sometimes, and in, the, um, in, in the, the manner of Pavlov's dogs, soon, just the mere sight of John in a street will empty all the venues in that street. I did Russian at school. Uh, Pavlov. Did his wife invent Pavlova? Surely he must have done. The Russian language, the, Russian, the way Russian names work, means many of it. There you go. I think you'll find, John, that the Pavlova yes. is an Australian invention. Uh, Barbara, it was named after uh, Miss, it was, Mrs. Pavlova, it whatever was, she was called. No, it was, <laughs> it was named after Anna Pavlova. Yes. Yeah, she was a Pavlova. woman. She was a woman. Yes, Pavlova. but she was a... So the stress always on the second syllable, Pavlova. Well, you've been to Korea, you should know. Presnyev. Um, Putin. She was a ballerina. Oh, was she? I you're, she was thinking, you're thinking of Peach Melba, 
which ah. was named for Dame Nellie Melba, ah. who was also an Australian and who ah. was an opera singer. Isn't this fascinating? Ah. The Wikipedia of comedy, that's what What's she is. What's that clicking noise I hear? Oh, it's people switching off. <laughs> well, <laughs> they are going to switch off. We're going to end fairly soon because you have to go I... to bed and, and get up. It's, it's less than 12 hours. I'm perking to... up now. I know. Oh, don't. God. Don't. I mean, I can't remember the last time. Well, this. I think Luca and Romina are going to be great. The shows are going to be fantastic. Mm. And then you're going to get up to do your joke. Everyone will leave. Uh, I'm going to book myself a taxi to avoid the rush. And, uh, but then I'm going to have, like, four hours sleep. And then, because there's two stops on the plane, I can't even do my usual thing, which is get in, shoes off, sleep. Because I've got to get off in Brussels. I never, Sorry to interrupt. I've never asked, I don't know why, but in the old days when you had to put your profession on your passport, what did you have in your passport, being a, a hyphenate? Because uh, you remember the old days. The old... When yeah, you, I think when, I put actress. When you did the grand tour. Yes, yes I, I had actress. Ah. Well, I think probably my, ve- my yeah. very first... Pa- the, the, the first passport when I want, went gadding, oh, gadding about, I would have put student, because... Well, when you started this, did they have passports or was it just a letter from the foreign secretary? <laughs> it was, no, I, my, face was, <coughs> my face was my passport. Indeed. I would just go, oh, it's you, yeah, cunt, get off. Stamped on in many, many a country. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, it would have been a student and then the next one would probably would have been actress. What would you put on now? Christ. What? Oh, not Christ, obviously. No, because I'm self-evidently not. Um, Virgin Mary? No. Because no. When, you, when I go in, I, I go into Kenya, you've got to put your... Uh, you've got to put your profession. So I, I just put charity worker. I have to point out, I, I know someone who, who uh, in the last few months has been the length of Africa. She started in South Africa and ended up in old places of Beirut. She Crikey. went by land. And after a while, she just gave up uh, filling in the forms correctly. Yeah. She just put in, yeah. like, chicken sexer. Yeah. No one ever queried it no. at all. She, <laughs> she put in false names at certain points. No one ever queried it at all. It just wow. went in a pile. Yes. Oh, the only thing you've got to be... you. If you, look, if you look important or if you look rich, what you've got to worry about is because they say, who are you planning to visit? And sometimes if the people feel nasty, they'll go and say, right, oh, yeah, so-and-so came to visit you. What did she leave you? That, so everybody's always, everybody always says to me, please don't put my name on the, don't put my name on the phone, don't put my name on the phone. So who, who do you go to visit in Kenya? I can't possibly reveal that. Oh, sorry, sorry. But it's an individual as opposed to Mama Biashara. Oh, well, it's all the, all the Mama Biashara, you know, because we have various Mama Biashara peeps all over the place. Mm. You know, Felista, Doris, mm. Purity, Fatuma, Jane and Awendo. So... You're just grassing them up, aren't you? Oh, yeah. But the, yeah. That, no, no second names. No. And they'll deny it if you see them. I'm so sorry. I- I don't know why it's ironic. It's vaguely ironic. They've got no second names and, and you don't like having a first name, but there you go. Is that ironic? I th- no, it probably isn't, but it could probably be a song. I think you're misusing Canadian. the concept of irony, yeah. don't you? Where's that? Where is that song? Which for the Bosworth of... Comedy. Comedy. Alternative comedy, yeah. But I think we've probably run out of things here. because I'm, I'm, get- I'm getting exhausted. I don't know why. Well, and you're I- sitting in a draft. I can't think of anything to reply to that. OK, so this is going to be the end and, and the end of everything because uh, you may never come back from Kenya. I know, it's it, it tricky become, out there just now. Oh, well, what are you doing next week? 
don't now, you see, I've got to flag this up. I'm going to be in Edinburgh. I'm going to, I'm going to be in Edinburgh. I'm going to be in Kenya. Well, we're going to attempt, I guess we're going to attempt to uh, talk to each to other Skype. by Skype. Uh, but without pictures, because it, it slows down the process. But if you're, who, who's going to be me if we can't Skype, John? Yeah, I shall have to figure out something, like on, on about Thursday, and see uh, mm. who, who's available. Uh, if anyone would like to audition for the part of me, uh, then you can contact, contact John. Just uh, basically be an un, unreasonable, useless, not that I'm bitter about these comments, uh, crap, Rape apologising cunt. And uh, you've got the part. Never read Facebook, that's what I say. Never ever read Facebook. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm no, but if you want to uh, audition for the part of me, you don't need to do the Scottish accent. Not everybody can manage it. And a bad Scottish accent is worse than no Scottish accent. Uh, but yes, contact John. And you too could fill the copstick flip flops. No, they're Irish. What? <laughs>